check, triple check, check, double check, triple check, triple double triple check. Chicka check, 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 check. Did you listen to Longmont Prosen Castle? Not need to remind each and every citizen of Rapture that free enterprise is the foundation upon which our society has been established. Everywhere you go, everything you do, it's always done for death, pain, and misery. Our men are running from the battlefield. I'm ashamed for this place. Castle is the best thing in the world. I don't know what that is. It's the most high concept, like, fucking prank calls that you've ever heard. <laughs> okay. This guy's fucking fantastic at sounding like the highest person you've ever met. <laughs> and he'll call and be like, hey man, uh, I've got um, a shipment that I was just making sure that you were home for. Uh, your millipedes are in. <laughs> No one ordered. And the person will say, "What? <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, truckload of millipedes. Gotta gotta go ahead and drop those off." So, and you know, they'll be like, "Wait, <laughs> wait, who are these for?" He's like, "You." You. And they try to get him to like say their name, right? And he just says like, "No, nah, man, you. They're for. Trust me, I know. That's why I'm calling you. They're for you." Right. Yeah. Until he says the name, then he'll be like, "Yeah, they're for Abe Johnson, right here. That's what I have on my on my sheet." Like, what's my address? He's like, "Buddy, I'll be there in five minutes. I don't, I, I can't drive and read all this shit and talk to you at the same time." And that's, yeah, that's fantastic. They're fucking great. That's fantastic. I'll what, What's it uh, called again? A uh, Longmont, Longmont Potion Castle. Potion Castle. My favorite one to recommend somebody to listen to the first time is one called Nash. Nash. He calls a record store. Looking for an album by a guy named Dugan Nash. <laughs> Dugan Nash. That's he's, a good... That's he's, a good. T- he's trying to describe what the song's like. She's like, what's the song go like? He's like, you know, it's like check, double check, check, triple check, double check, double, double, triple check. And, uh, well, the great thing about him as well is that he started using Skype okay. uh, a while back. So okay. now his prank calls are, like, way more in-depth. Right, because like he'll he's got like a mixing board and he'll like loop his conversations back onto each okay. other. Okay, I think holy I have, shit. I think I've heard some of those, but I those don't know are what great. For okay, like he'll start talking to somebody and then have it like fucking just loop back around so that he says the same <laughs> thing again, but in a different tone. It's right. weird. Yeah, That's Longmont Potion Castle. Check him out. Longmont Potion Castle. There you go. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for our intro. I think, unless you want to try a different intro. Nope. Okay, cool. Right. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all we're doing. Die, monster. <laughs> you do not belong in this, this world. world. Yeah, it's oh, right. terrible. Yeah. This week. This week. Special week on the Video Struck Podcast. It is a special week on the Video Struck Podcast. We're talking about one of the best games of all time. Yes. Uh, the intro into the Metroidvania style of play. What? Uh, Metroidvania. That's the, what they call that. Yeah, but like this isn't like the intro. This is like Symphony of the Night, and the culmination. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, it's at its height of its form. I mean, like Metroid is from '83. This is from '98. But this is the Metroidvania style. I mean, like like it was the first Metroid type game of Castlevania. Is what I'm saying. No, Simon's Quest. Well, okay. I that guess. was from like '85. I guess if you want to say Simon's Quest, I would argue that that's Super not... Metroid. Ugh. Well, no, but I mean, cat. But that's a that's a Metroid game. We know what a Metroid. Dracula game is. X is like that. Okay, well, Dracula X is from. Like I thought 95. it was. I thought it was straight. I thought it was like straightforward. No. Okay. No. I didn't know you leveled up that way. No. The. Uh... Okay. Well. All right. Well. What I'm saying is that you were wrong. Well, a, a lot of people coined this as like the first. Advent into the yeah. That's when I started hearing that dumb fucking word get thrown around. Right? Yeah, that stupid word that doesn't you know work. (laughs) You can't (laughs) define a thing with its own name. (laughs) That's like saying it's uh, you know what's Halo like? Well, it's like a Halo type first person shooter. (laughs) What? Well, it it, it was more as a description of the type of gameplay you have. Yeah, but it's not like there's fifty different kinds of games out there. True. It's not your traditional Castlevania. It's more like Metroid. 
It's like a Metroidvania, you know. Well, and it, it's also a good sign that maybe your genre is uh, a little bit too, like, strapped to its own conventions. Yeah, scale it's, a it's, bit. It's like, you know, when we start yeah. two or three years from now, when you say it's like a Souls game, I think people yeah. will roll their eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like, so, too. I think we're already getting there. I think we're probably already getting there, because, like, these things are coming out really quick. Like, Miyazaki's churning these things out. Yeah. It's like, all right, like, I appreciate the fact that he can make a game quickly. <laughs> well, and, you know, in the wake of this, I mean, this is one of the, uh, sorry, that was Periscope. That was, that was your Periscope going off. <laughs> Cliff Compton sending me a Periscope message. <laughs> um, That's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> what a great way to be interrupted on a podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, this was kind of the introduction for a lot of people into Castlevania. Right. Um, a, a lot of people would say that, like, oh, you know, I fooled around with Simon's Quest, and I never touched it again until Symphony. Right, yeah. Um, Symphony was a uh, was a big release uh, for the PlayStation. It's got to be one of the best-selling Castlevania games of all time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's, uh, you know, it was one of those games that uh, reviewed incredibly well, and mm-hmm. uh, it's... It's the height of the form yes. uh, for the genre. I think uh, all other games like it are measured to that. I mean, you know, a few years ago, I, granted it's like six or seven years ago now, when we had a game called Shadow Complex come out, right? it was held stringently to the standards yeah. of Castlevania. And a lot of people have kind of felt that was unfair, but it's like, well, when you make a Metroidvania-style game... yeah. That's the yardstick. Yeah. And is, you'll yeah. be measured against that. Even if you're not quite as good as that... Being yeah. close to as good as one of the best games of all time, you're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've played... Since Symphony, I've played every Castlevania game. Well, there you go. Boom. Uh, except for Mirror of Fate on the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't play the second Lords of Shadow because that's not a Castlevania game. <laughs> um, but I played all those fucking 3D ones and everything. Lords of Shadow. Lords of oh, Shadow. Yeah. Uh what a weird game. Odd, odd, odd I'm not really sure yeah. what that was. Yeah. Um, I never played it, but uh, I heard it was really weird. So I just yeah, no idea why they took a game that didn't have the Castlevania name on it that they had shown to the public several times over already and then just slapped a Belmont and it went, ta-da! <laughs> and then to go <laughs> even a step further, they slapped Kojima's name on it and went, yeah. ta-da! Like, I'm... Fairly certain Kojima didn't make this game, guys. Just, just keep, just keep. Slapping. I don't want to blow anybody's mind here. Just Pretty keep, sure he didn't code. Just keep slapping names on it. Walt Disney. <laughs> he's on there too. <laughs> Number one with a bullet. Disney. <laughs> Maybe you fucking heard of him. Maybe you fucking heard of that guy. <laughs> Greatest anime of our time. Anyway, uh, so we don't really have much news. We covered E3 uh, through and through last week. So you know, uh, not much else to talk about really. More E3 news came out. More developments oh. of all those games, I think. More well, I guess the one news. thing I would say is that I have decided to break my no special edition okay. uh, statement. Okay. And I'm buying that Pip-Boy thing. You're buying the Pip-Boy. Okay. Probably going to sell it once I buy it. <laughs> you think you'll get something out of that once you get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine uh, you probably will. <laughs> I'll probably flip that thing. <laughs> it's 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 pretty big. Like it looks pretty hefty. It looks kind thing. of fucking stupid. Yeah, too. it looks pretty hefty. Like I just like it's not. If there's one thing I've never wanted to do while I've played a game, yeah, is fucking use an app <laughs> on another device, right? On a separate device. Like itself. when the when the Xbox One came out, there were all these games that used apps yeah. where you could interact with them. Like Watch Dogs did that. Watch Dogs did it. Yeah. Dead Rising did that. And there there were mm-hmm. a lot of like Need for Speed Rivals did that. There were tons of games that did like Overwatch modes and sure. basically like girlfriend kind of modes where they can add shit into your game and everything. Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> Who gives a shit? If I can't enjoy this Fallout right. with just my fucking television, right. you have fucked up. <laughs> well, I don't think it's that you can't enjoy it that way. I think it's just like, hey, here's a thing. But if I feel like have. I'm being robbed okay, of yeah. an experience right? because I'm not staring at a fucking cell phone, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, man. Uh, well, there you go. What if that's the center? What if that's the center weight to the actual game itself? I guess that would just mean make a phone game then, right? So, yeah. Like, 
I mean, I'm playing Fallout Shelter. Yeah, true. That's a phone game. That it's is fine. It is a phone game, yeah. yeah. And it, like, I don't need two games in one. Right, right, yeah. I don't want you to go like, and it's also a phone game. Now how much would you pay? <laughs> more? You're going to pay Three more? Three installments in 19 and go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think... But yeah. So that's it on the pit boy, I think. Yep. I think that's all the news we got. Uh, I don't know, who knows? Maybe I'll buy that thing and love it. How about a what you've been playing? Uh what you've been pray- praying recently. Praying? What you've been praying? Praying recently. Uh well, uh I mean you were playing a game when I came in. He was Yeah. Uh, you, you you bought that new Skylanders. Well, the the not new anymore Skylanders. The not new anymore Skylanders. I bought Track Team. Yeah. It was on it was Skylanders weekend. Right. At uh, the local GameStop. Right. Uh, so I went and, uh, picked up a copy of, uh, of Skylander's Trap Team. Right. Uh, got a couple of extra traps with it, because they were buy one, get one. Right. Uh, and pulled out my small, uh, Skylander army. Right. And, uh, started amassing the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played a bit of that. Uh, I, fuck what everybody says. I, I like Skylanders, <laughs> alright? Whatever. Does everybody... Hate on Skylanders? I, yeah, I just everybody I know is like, oh, why do you play that? You're so dumb. I'm like, I don't know. It's fun. Like, <laughs> I like Gauntlet Legends, and it's like Gauntlet Legends. It is a lot like Gauntlet Legends. It's and... like the simplest. It's like my first action RPG. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. great. There you go. Boom. There's something fun about mindless shit that that is occasionally nice. There is. There is. I played some Batman. Yeah. Play a little Arkham Arkham Knight. Yeah. That seems fine. Yeah. Me and me and me and Eric played that as well this week. Uh, a bunch of video of that going up on uh, on the site. On the site, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a pretty good game. Beautiful to look at. Absolutely beautiful to look at. You know. Yeah, it looks uh, great. I just I don't. Combat's back to the square one at least because uh, I don't know if I want to play that. You don't know if you want to play it through. Yeah. What if? Just not now. Right. I totally will. Right. But like you know, I finished Arkham Origins on the Wii U. I guess that was right around the time that the site started. So right, a little yeah. over a year ago. Yeah. Like a year and a half, maybe at most. Sure. And you know, I played through all of that, and that was cool. Mm-hmm. But it's just a lot more of that, and all that car shit sucks. <laughs> that car drives like a rubbery mess. It's not very good controls. Oh, I, that I, tank stuff? The, the tank Fuck st- that. The tank stuff I didn't mind too much. Uh, the part that I didn't like was when they had you traverse with the fucking thing. Like, where, like, you, you'll, you'll see that in the review, in the, in the first look and everything. Just the absolute time we're having trying to get that stupid thing to certain areas so you can blow up more tanks. It's really annoying. All I want to do is grapple on with Batman and fight dudes. Can we just... Go back to that, but you know the grapnel boosting and flying and shit is yeah. all fucking great. Yeah, uh, I never wanted the car. <laughs> I don't need the car. Right. I definitely don't want that fucking tank. <laughs> I don't like driving it. Right. It's boring. Right. It's not that even it's bad. It's that it's boring. There's yeah. nothing interesting in any way that brings any amount of anything to the Batman formula Mm -hmm. that is derived from those tank sections. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Completely. Period. I I completely agree. It's like when I'm Batman, I want to beat up a bunch of dudes or I want to stealth them. I want to punch guys that look like hobos in the face. (laughs) Yes. and or, Or stealth attack them from hanging down from ledges. It's awesome. Being Batman is cool. And if you were just driving around in the Batmobile, fine. Like, that's okay. If it was an option, and then you can launch out, obviously, which is cool. But you have to get that upgrade. But yeah, I just, I don't, yeah. N- nothing about those, that battle tank segment, really. It just is like, whatever. I it's don't, dumb. It, I don't care about it's it. It's dumb. Like, at all. <laughs> like, oh, and man. Did they fucking just sprint in the first 45 seconds of that game and go like, here's why there's nobody in the city. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. I, I kind of was okay with that. I was hoping, uh, with yeah. it being M-rated, I was hoping there'd be people in the city. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, there's nobody in the city, so. <laughs> like, you know, what are you gonna do? Like, can't can't lag it that much. I, guess. Yeah, I, just, I just felt like that was weird. Really? I don't know. I... I I kind of was waiting for the reason, you know, like, for, like why there was no I don't know. I, I'd have rather it looked a little less impressive. Yeah. And had fucking people and, like, random crime yeah. and shit in the city. Yeah. Like, I, I, 
I don't know. Well, I, it's I, probably still random crime that you can stop, obviously, because that was in that was in Arkham City. So you know. Yeah, but like the way that they just delicately always walked around that in Arkham City, I always thought was funny. They were like, "Yeah, he's a political prisoner." Yeah, it's not like <laughs> yeah. it's not like you're saving a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. It's Batman. It's Batman. It's... It, it look it's fun. It looks gorgeous. Uh, the combat is back to where it needed to be because. I thought it had a lot of hiccups in Origins. It just wasn't as snappy. Oh, there was just a lot of stuff in that game that was yeah. bad. It, it just wasn't as snappy. It wasn't as, as good. And uh, It's sloppier this time. I don't like the fact that if you're not right. hitting combos, if you double tap a button when you only need to single tap it, right. you used to lose your combo then. Right. You don't anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. Okay. It's yeah. sloppy. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. I like the fact that you had to finesse to get your combo up higher. Sure. And sure. now you can just fucking just jam X like a fucking <laughs> moron. And just go X, 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 X. I got a combo. Y. <laughs> X, 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 X. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. I, um, it definitely, it's definitely fun. Like, the, the whole, like, lore around it looks fantastic. I can't wait uh, for more of the moments, because we hit a moment in there at the end of it. Not gonna spoil it here. That's fantastic, and that's where it ends. I definitely don't think um, I've hit a moment because yeah. everything I've seen in that game so you, far, I've gone from from the moment the the moment that you were at, like you, you didn't hit it yet. Like it was, it was pretty. Perfect. I definitely have not had a moment. Yeah, yeah, you didn't hit it yet. All, all you got I'm momentless. Moving on, uh, is there anything else that you might have played uh, this week? Um, not really much, man. I. Uh, if, if we got a, a few minutes, yeah, I, I went to a horror movie camp out this you weekend. You did, that's right. I do want to talk about that, actually. I want to talk about your horror movie camp out session. And yeah. did you film any of it? <laughs> I did. Okay. Well, you need to give um, me that footage. <laughs> yeah, I need to give you that uh, that micro uh, SD card right. uh, before you leave. Don't let me forget that. All right, cool, yeah. Um I don't know how much good footage we got. Okay. If you could just pare this down to like two minutes of funny shit, I think that'd be okay. <laughs> um, but all right, so here's what happened. Um, a buddy of mine's wife yeah. um, is friends of mine on Facebook, and she's an older lady. Right. Know, mid to upper 50s, right. I would assume. Sure. Uh, maybe she's not. I don't know. I would yeah, assume. Yeah, assume. Whatever. Um, but she happened to post that there's this Fright Night camp out thing. Right. It, there's one in Lexington, and they're doing like basically a tour. Okay. And they're taking it to other cities. Louisville's the first city that they're taking it to. Okay, cool. So, uh, Tom awesome. Sawyer Camp, uh, okay. the Tom Sawyer Park mm-hmm. over on the east side of town, is where they decided to do this. Okay. So I get signed up to go. So it's her, two of her friends, and me. They're yeah. going to this camp out. Um, it was moderately priced. I mean, you know, for if you think about going to a, like a haunted house, like a spook house, you're gonna right. pay almost twenty bucks anymore. Sure, sure. And for this, it was like eighty five dollars, but you get a whole night. Right. They feed you once. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad. Right. Like cost to value ratio. What was the food? They just give you. Some it was like up. you know some burgers, some burgers, <laughs> a couple for- of ham dogs. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't know, that's hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah, that's some ham, do- ham dogs and hot burgers. Ham dogs and um, hot burgers. There you go. So uh, we got down on some of that. That's kind of like when you get there. You start checking in around 7. Uh, the festivities start around like 9.30 when okay. it starts getting dark. Um, so I don't think I got any footage of this because I was getting super fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> All right? So we get there, and it's starting to fall dusk. It's getting dark, and... The uh, the leader of the whole thing, he's explaining that, all right, so first we're going to do a series of games. It's basically, think like, Survivor. Okay, yeah. Well, oh, first, I got to talk about this. Oh, okay. We met a plant. What? And the people I was with totally called this, so, like, this girl. Oh, oh a plant in the in the thing. Yeah. A guy's, like, he's going to be, like, a murderer or a yeah. victim or something. Yeah. Okay. So this girl walks up to me. I don't know, she's probably, like, 18, 19, cute girl. Like, right. Uh, she walks over to me and she like starts talking about my GoPro and I was like, yeah, you know, we're just gonna get some footage and right. me and my buddies do a dumb website and shit. Uh, right. And uh, so and she goes over and she's talking to my buddies and shit. 
So I guess what she was doing was introducing herself to as many people as possible. So they know when she gets, yeah, got so it. So bear that in mind. Got it, got it, yeah. Okay. So we're standing there, we're getting all the directions about what exactly is going to happen tonight after we do the series of challenges. Uh, then we're going to have a, a brief break. Then we're going to do what they call the skull challenge. Okay. Which is basically a scavenger hunt. Okay. Uh, which was pretty fun. Um, so we're standing there talking and I look over to my left into the field. Yeah. And here they come. Like, it's just, they're slowly creeping towards us. Oh, yeah? And there's, like, 30 of them. What are they? Monsters. Are they? Oh, just monsters. Okay. Yeah, like, like fucking okay. theme park monsters. <laughs> and it's dark enough that you can still make them out, but they're mainly silhouettes and shit. Right, yeah. And cool. it's, uh, the very end of this, the, the guy goes, like, all right, uh, any questions? A couple of people had questions. Yeah. And, uh, he says, all right, let the game begin. And then, like, ten people rev up chainsaws. And they start running at us. <laughs> and I don't know if I got this on footage because I was freaked the fuck out. Right, right. right. Um, so that happens. And then the girl that was the plant, she gets grabbed and drug into the woods. <laughs> it was kind of awesome. That's pretty great. That's yeah, pretty great. <laughs> That's pretty good. We had a good time. Oh, I love it. Uh, but, yeah, like, the... Uh, it, basically, like, the challenge, it's basically, like, Survivor... Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, like all sorts of like horror themed versions of like, you know, dumb, you know, sack races and shit like that that you would sure. do at like, you know, a company camp out, right. yeah, you know, yeah, cookout yeah. kind of thing. Still that stuff, uh, yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, it seemed pretty all right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, then like the, sadly, the second part of the night was the best part, but by that time it's like, you're just getting really wore out and it poured the rain. Right. Poured the whole time. Right. Yeah. And for like the first hour... Yeah, we had ponchos, but we didn't get the ponchos on until like 15 minutes after it started raining. Right. So you're just soaked you're anyway. soaked anyway. Yeah. And you just get to this point after about five or six hours of being soaked and cold where you're like, <laughs> <sighs> I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, and it's not really their fault or anything, but right. you know, it, it just, it kind of took a lot out of me. Right. Because, you know, I wake up super early anyway. Right. And didn't get any sleep and went right to this thing. So I'm running on like 25 hours no sleep. I'm like, buddy, I... About 4 o'clock in the morning, I had to quit the challenge. I was like, guys, you can do whatever you want. I have to go lay down. <laughs> I have to uh, just lay down here. <laughs> and it was either like pour another energy drink into my body and see what happens. <laughs> Or just or, fucking accept it and go lay down. Yeah. Uh, so I just went and did that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, had a uh, had a real blast. If you're somebody that's local, um, you know they do them in Lexington all the time. It's fun. Uh, it. If you're looking for an adventuresome night out, yeah. uh, I'm now at the point where I think I want to do the Waverly uh, oh, yeah. lock in. The Waverly lock in. Yeah. And I want to do the Waverly lock in with that AR game. Okay. Yeah. The one where the it one puts ghosts in the environment in on the your environment. cell phone. I want to do that. That'd be pretty okay. Yeah, right. that's what I did this that, weekend. That's coming out this fall, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that should be fun. So there you go. Boom. All right. What'd you do this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I uh, played Arkham City. Or, did you get Ar Skylanders? Arkham, Arkham Knight. I did not get Skylanders. Uh, Bullshit. I played Arkham Knight. Uh, played a little bit of uh, Mortal Kombat X again, because Mortal Kombat X is fun. Did he buy that? Uh, yeah, it's on his. Yeah, he, he's got that. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a good set of games there. So, there you go. Boom. That's all I did, you know, because whatever. That's what I did. So, bleh. All right. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think that's gonna move on into our topic of the day, yes. which is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. How you say that again? Castlevania, Castlevania Symphony. Metroidvania, Symphony of the Sadness. Me Metroidvania, Samus's Night of Symphonies. What? I don't... Samus's Good Time Samus Happy Party. So, so yeah, um, this kind of spawned a whole lot of it. Uh, like, hmm. One of the most important games uh, a from a throwback perspective. Right, it is. It, it's interesting because when people talk about games like Guacamelee and things like that, they typically say it's a Metroidvania, not a Metroid game. You know what I mean? Because, like, Metroid is just kind of like that... Metroidvania is the genre, I would say. And Yeah, I just... Know, I think that's lazy. It is. It's very lazy. I think, um... Oh, what, what would you call it, actually? Open-ended, unlockable adventure game? Like... <laughs> like, 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 
power up adventure. Um, I would call it an open map RPG. Open map RPG, yeah, that'd work. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you level up. You an equip. open map action RPG. Action RPG, absolutely. Because you you level up, you equip, you get better weapons as you move along. Uh, but you also have to get certain things to unlock certain areas, etc., etc. Um, in this game, though, you start off as Alucard. Which, Alucard. Well, technically, you start off as like one of the Belmonts, right? Uh, in, yeah, in you're Victor. Victor at the very end of Dracula X. Yes. Yeah. Rondo of blood, Rond- if you will. Rondo of blood, as they called it in the Japan. Um. So yeah, you, you open it up at the very end of that game, which is kind of the end of the first one, which is it, it's very weird. Um, but uh, open it to a a fantastic, fantastically voice acted opener, uh, I must say. Did they ever like redub that? Like, nope. bla- they never blasphemously redubbed it no. like, and made it good because that would be no. awful. <laughs> you know what I was like? I was always really afraid of is yeah. uh, when Iga continued to. Uh, uh, Koji Igarashi. Koji, yeah, Koji Igarashi, uh, which is the when, creator. Yes. Uh, I don't believe he was there for, like, Castlevania 1. I believe he's the steward of the franchise from Dracula X on. Dracula X, enough. Um, I could be slightly wrong on that, but right. that's how I've always understood it, is that since Dar- Dracula X, he's the guy. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, Iga... Uh, I always kind of worried whenever he made, like, the DS games and continued on this franchise... That he would become a little bit self-aware. Right. It never crossed a line. Yeah. Although, man, that Kickstarter looks like it... <laughs> that game looks like it's gonna fucking suck. Really? You know, they, you don't think it looks good at all? Dude, like, in the fucking Kickstarter description, it has, like, all kinds of references to fucking have at you and shit. Right, yeah. Well... Fuck off! That's just the reference to the Kickstarter. That's all that is. I... Dude, if that shit's in that game, fuck that game. Oh, whatever. It's just, like... It was just... It's a callback to get people's nostalgia well, over And that's what I'm saying. If it's just it. in the Kickstarter, that's fine. Right. But if that stuff's in that actual game, and they're like, oh, it's funny, right? Fuck you. <laughs> I doubt it will be. I think it's gonna be its own. Uh, I he, hope you're right. He wants to make it his his own thing, and because Capcom's a bunch of lazy assholes and they want to make games, you know, all these guys are going off and making that same game that they created on their own with Kickstarter. I would hardly call yeah. a company that <laughs> only wants to make money true, but an asshole. I, I would. No. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like just like 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 I'm I'm sorry. Like a new Mega Man wouldn't make money. Those nine and tens made money. So that's Capcom, not Konami. I'm sorry, I, well, I apologize, I said Capcom, didn't I? Yes, my apologies. But yeah, Konami, like, what, what's Konami doing? <laughs> like, how are they making They're money? They're making billions of dollars on Japanese slot machines. Right. Like, ru- uh, rumor has it that once yeah. Japanese, uh, once the Japanese government allows legit casinos. Right. And pachi slot. Okay. Uh, gambling to become legitimized. Right. Uh that they are going to open several casinos. Sure. So sure. what that sounds like to me is them pushing financial obligation off the table. Sure. And saying, and they own a bunch of like health fucking uh, bars and all sorts of shit. Sure. In Japan, that's them stacking cash to the ceiling. Right. Right. But and, I mean, you know, that, I'm I'm okay with a company making money. I just think that like they put out a sim- a new Symphony of the Night style game. Like that's not gonna make money. Like it would make money. <laughs> like. But they just, they don't have any interest in it. And not only that, they seem vindictive about not wanting to be in the video game industry anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. And that's the weird thing with Japan is that, like, uh, it's hard to know the difference between vindictive and them just trying to stop the conversation. True. Yeah. It, it's easy to look at a lot of the things that they did in light of Kojima announcing his departure. Sure. And just looking at that and going, like, well, they're just telling... This is their silent way of telling everybody to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, but- guess what? His name's not on our website anymore. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, it's just... I mean, you know, like, it, it's just like... I was like, oh, that PT game? Yeah, strip it. Just take it off. Everything. So... Well, rumor has... they uh, Well, not rumor has it, but 
fact has it that yeah. PT was pulled because they don't own the rights to his likeness anymore. Really? Okay. The well, guy from The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. That's intriguing. That was that was a brief deal that they had made, mm. and they were going to extend it, and then the renewal came up, and they were like, "Well, fuck that." Yeah. Why bother? So, mm. so he appears in the game. So, so they can rather than go in and have somebody well, a sense. team that's not even employed anymore go back and edit <laughs> yeah. a game that basically doesn't exist that never made you money that only cost you money right for a game that's never going to exist yeah and when you start sense. going down that rabbit hole it's like yeah, yeah it's starting to make a lot of sense <laughs> it kind of makes a lot of sense if that's the case i did not know that part of it so yeah that makes, well this is all starting to come to out me. later on now some of this sure. may be them trying to pass the buck sure, sure. and save a little face in, sure. in the typical japanese fashion of constantly save face <laughs> um but let's protect oh no they're starting to seem slightly less evil than they had well sure i mean it's not so much evil just dickish like it's just kind of like you know vindictive and angry yeah but anyway um um, so yeah, this was kind of a Symphony of the Night was definitely a a one of those games that's like the classic old school entry to the next generation when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like, because when I was a kid, the next generation was the PlayStation and Xbox and all that jazz, right? Um, and uh, that was like one of the staple games. That was one of the games because I, I I went with N sixty four, but the game I always played at my friends out. In my friend's place, it was always Resident Evil, Silent Hill, and Symphony of the Night. Like, Symphony of the Night was, like, one of the three that was, like, I wish I had that game over here. So, you know. You guys got that shitty version of Resident Evil 2 later on that yeah. had all those really horribly compressed cutscenes? Yep. It was really bad and terrible. It's and terrible. Yeah. Never played it. I never, I never bothered with it was that real one. bad. It looked really awful. And we need to get some footage of that for the site. <laughs> Just, like, throw that up. Fucking preserve that for posterity. Throw that up, you know. Yeah, it's, I, it's throw up, all right. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, so, oh, man. You know why they ported that Resident Evil 2, right? No, I have no idea why they ported that Resident Evil 2. Uh, that was their test bed for Resident Evil Zero that they were making, right. which was originally going to be an N64 game. Oh, and then they pushed it to the, the Cube. Yep. The game Cube. It still turned out to be shit. <laughs> didn't make a whole lot of sense there. Um, no, God. That, that, one, that one didn't make a whole lot of sense in the tale of the story there i assumed because i'd never played it i assumed it was taking place during the mission in the mansion and you were just going through rebecca's stuff but that is not the case it was actually prior to everything and still and all the zombies are like slug creatures yeah they're like groupy gloopy little leechy things yeah it's gleep and gloop gleep and gloop from and then the, from herculoids and the shmoo shows up <laughs> the shmoo <laughs> why do you you know you seem to know a lot of like like anim, like what's the term? <laughs> like like the non morphic with no form. I can't remember what it's called. Oh um, shit! <laughs> I thought I was good at this word thing, but I'm not. Um, yeah, words not good. Polymorphic, polymorphic oh, creatures. <laughs> I just I the schmoo man. The schmoo and his whiskers. And, yeah, he does have good whiskers. You know, <laughs> there's your cover for this episode. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know very much about fucking cartoons for some reason <laughs> i'm encyclopedic about my love of the schmoo the schmoo there you go <laughs> i think this is not the first time i've talked about the schmoo it is not here. the first time you've talked about the schmoo weird you talk about the schmoo quite a bit it's, I, it's fucking dope <laughs> i'm gonna put a sim- the, the the cover for this is gonna be a symphony of the night with like a schmoo like just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, just like put in with a whip hang out I'm, I'm gonna start i'm gonna start hiding the schmoo all over our website oh dude that'd be sweet i think i'm gonna do that i think Fuck i'm definitely yeah. gonna do that <laughs> write an article all look, about the look, schmoo look for the schmoo all over the <laughs> hashtag look for the schmoo hashtag look for the schmoo uh but yeah sympathy nights uh i had a lot of fun with that game when i was a kid uh played it all the way through beat it did you do the upside down castle? Um, I did. I tried the upside down castle for a day and said "fuck it" and didn't go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I "Already beat it. I don't need to do it again." So uh, my friends did it all the time. My buddies Dewey and Matt they freaking played through that game incessantly. Um, yeah. That was their game, um, which is really funny because they had uh, funny story. Uh, my friend Dewey had really religious parents, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they didn't really like. You know, like, you know, they're they're very fundamentalist, right? And they, they, there's a lot of entertainment that was blocked from him, and like, oh, you, you can't watch that because that's you know can't that sort of thing, right? He was not allowed to watch King of the Ring '97, right? Yeah, it's like can't can't watch this, can't watch that. That game though, 
They loved that game. His parents loved that game. They liked to play that game. And even though it had, like, blood and vampires, you play as a vampire, and demon dogs, I, they were just like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, he's old enough. <laughs> and then they played through that. That and Ocarina of Time. That was, like, the only two games he was, like, sort of allowed to play. So it's a strange uh, mix. It's it weird, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, so there's my funny story about uh, Symphony of the Night. What's the history of this game? We got... Okay. Yeah. This game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, came out in October of 97 in the United States, came out in March of 97 uh, over in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Uh, it, you know, you can say Metroidvania. I, I I like my description of it, but whatever. whatever. Um, like this too. is uh, in Japan. It was called Devil's Castle Dracula X Nocturne, uh, which is the direct wow. sequel to Rondo of Blood. Wow. Which is a PC Engine TurboGrafx 16 CD game. Yes, I didn't know it had that long of a name. I thought it was just called Castlevania Nocturne. <laughs> That's uh, all I ever heard. Devil's of it Castle Dracula X Nocturne. Interesting. Wow. Because go. Devil's Castle is Castlevania. It's Castlevania. Yeah. 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 Um, so. And then Dracula X was mm. that game, that and this game. is the sequel to that game, so they had to throw it on there. Right. Um, yeah, like, uh, coincidentally, uh, in naming convention, this mm. is the first time uh, that they, uh, in the States, that they used the music reference in the name. Oh, like, yes. Rondo is a Rondo song, is a so song. That, that started in Japan over there, but you got, like, right. Harmony of Dissonance, Aria mm. Sorrow... It became very popular yeah, uh, for them to do that. It became right. uh, synonymous with that franchise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially once they hit the uh, the Game Boy Advance iterations and the mm-hmm. DS games. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this is uh, definitely a game that's uh, been considered widely as one of the best games of all time. I mean, uh, I've wow. got a list of some of the, uh, the websites and publications that have listed it. Sure. Uh, as one of the greatest games of all time, EGM, IGN, Games Radar, Edge, G4, GameFAQs, GameSpot, Gaming Bolt, uh, Game Informer, Guinness World Records. Wow, uh, that's a that's a big list. What about X Play? Do they like it? <laughs> well, G4 is listed on there. So. Remember X Play? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I remember they had. I like Sess. Sessler's awesome. I, I like Sess. I didn't like that yeah. chick, whatever her name was. Yeah, Mor- Morgan. Morgan Webb? Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan Webb. They looked a lot alike, I guess. Yeah, they did. They did. They're both ginger. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, the game actually opens uh, with you playing as Richter Belmont Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of Dracula uh, Dracula X or Rondo of Blood, if you want to call it that. Right. Um, So, yeah, like the... uh, you basically are walking into the final battle of that game. Sure. Uh, you have what's basically a very easy version of that battle Yeah. Uh, uh, against Dracula, and yeah. then he turns into his beast form at the very end of it. Uh, the the image turns into a pitcher, which bursts into flame, and then mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Uh, and then you begin the game as Alucard. Alucard. Spoilers! Yeah. It's Dracula spelled, spelled backwards. backwards. I don't know if you knew that or not. Now, um, refresh memory, is it his son or is it a Dracula? Which one was it? Because Alucard is typically either reference to the son or him himself. So, uh, and I can't remember if it was his son or actually Dracula himself. Uh... I, I want to say it was his son, but... Uh, it's... Yeah, I think you're Dracula's son. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're Dracula's son. It's been a while son. since I've gotten to the end of that game. It's usually right. one of those games that likes to beat it so many times. Right. I'll just play like half of it and go like, that's good enough. That's all right. Like, and then just move on. You play as Dr. Acula. That's <laughs> a, a good scrubs call. Back. And the period goes away. <laughs> yeah, this game uh, had a very uh, fun and easy to come to grips with uh, inventory management system, mm-hmm. weapon upgrades, character upgrades, RPG style leveling. Yeah. Uh, you know, it had what you can basically considered to be like a mana system much as the other Castlevanias did yeah uh you know it's it definitely not the first one in the franchise to do that but for a lot of people this may have been their first Metroid game so yeah. they kind of tie a lot of things that were conventions in the series to that right. um yeah. every time you use one of your special abilities which you can have one special ability on you at a time you pick up one you drop the other that you yes. have much like uh, the crosses and the holy yeah. water and stuff like that and that uses between on average between 1 to 7 hearts which yeah. are your expendable ammos yeah. uh, 
Hearts for not, each one of those. Hearts, not your health in Castlevania. Never has been. No, no, that is hit points. And it's confusing as hell. But <laughs> let's all get out. When I was a child and I collected hearts and it wasn't my health, that confused me. Um, you can only get your health back by eating pork chops in a wall. So that's... Uh, but yeah, like the, the magic sub-weapons, uh, you know, that are that use expendable hearts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's... There's a lot of fun ones in there. Holy water throwing axe, uh, knives, all sorts of shit. Yeah. Um, there's also a, a book, mm-hmm. which is kind of dope. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoy the sub weapon system in that game. Um, I it makes it, it's almost like the Mega Man sort of thing where mm-hmm. it makes specific encounters considerably easier if you have them. Yes. It's really the only way I was ever able to beat Castlevania 1 right. was through making sure that if I accidentally picked up the wrong yeah. thing, I was fucked. You're fucked. You're absolutely fucked. It would drive you insane. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, you know, there, there's a lot of critiques on the series uh, in, in that regard. Because Super Castlevania is considered like one of like the top games in the series or whatever, right? Yeah. But the odd thing about that one is that it has the the little, like, it has the mana weapons for, like, no reason whatsoever. Mm. Because your whip is completely OP in that whole thing. At no situation is it better for you to use the holy water. They set you up with situations where it's like, throw the holy water, it'll kill these guys. But you can just duck and whip them and it kills them just as easily. Um, so it, it, it was kind of like getting back to that whole thing of, like, you need this to traverse this area or you need this specifically to make this boss easier. Because, seriously... Y- you want the you want the throwing axe for the bat because it's gonna you know it's like that's just how it is. Yeah. You know it's funny. Yeah, is that you know almost everybody associates like Castlevania with like whipping skeletons. Yes, I do not associate whips with Castlevania. You don't associate whips at all. No, but, is it because well, it, of this or no? It's just like in my first my first memory is always swords, which are the ultimate weapons in right. those games. Yes, they are, and I always yeah. just associate them with fucking sword man yeah <laughs> and uh it's not like i don't like the whip i i dig a whip right but yeah like always the best weapons in those games are always fucking swords yeah um but yeah like you know whipping skeletons is what a lot of people think of when they think of castlevania it's true yeah and that, that's the old school i mean i usually think of koji igarashi too in his hat with his whip <laughs> i mean i i think of flame whips when i think of simon's quest i mean that's you know because you know Flame whip. <laughs> I think of realistic passage of time when I think of Simon's yeah. Quest. Wow, yeah. How about That's that? I think of. How about that crawl box, huh? When's a good night to have a curse? I always wondered about that. Like, Tonight, I, I got nothing going on. Yeah, it's like, I got nothing going on. It's an okay night to have a curse. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the pacing of that game is, you know, um, it's kind of a callback to, you mentioned this earlier, uh, Simon's Quest. Um, in the remark of, like, gaining levels, gaining experience, etc., etc., leveling up, gaining an actual item to get to the next part of the game, or going up and buying a thing at the game. However, um, it doesn't rely on old conventions from the first ones, such as a committed jump arc, such as a committed, uh, uh, whip, a a, a whip animation that that you can't cancel out of. Everything in this game is made specifically so you can dispatch with enemies quickly, and with fun action oriented movements. Well, and yeah. one of the uh, the more important things from a gameplay perspective uh, of this game is right. that this game is designed in such a way that as we mentioned earlier, once you beat it you play it upside down. Right. So yeah. every room is set up in such a way that you'll be able to climb it. Yeah. When the castle's flipped upside down. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is cool and uh I remember the first time I played through the game in the upside down castle mode. Right. Blown away. Right. Yeah. Blown away. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, you know some of the best qualities of Castlevania are definitely on show here. Yeah. Um, it's uh, you know it does the Metroid style like gating your progress thing, mm-hmm. um, but it also does a really good job of introducing bosses to you before you have to go fight them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it introduces characters. It's not just you know. 
I, I, this is gonna sound like I'm shitting on it or something, but like Dark Souls Two, where it's just like, oh, here's a boss fight. Oh, you can shit on Dark Souls Two. Dark Souls Two is not that good. It's <laughs> like, but that, that yeah. game wasn't made by Miyazaki. That game is not good. Not every boss saying, or anything, but like uh, most of the most the more pivotal bosses are sure, sure. introduced to. Yeah. Uh, before they do, it's one of the things that I I loved so much about Guacamelee is that I was invested in every fight that I was going to have. Sure. Um, and Guacamelee. I can play that game. Yeah, that's uh, game. it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Castlevania uh, Symphony of the Night, it's uh, it does a very good job of mixing two D and three D. Yeah, uh, the game is entirely sprite rendered uh, in a day where that was not cool. Right, that was not sexy. Right, um, the game is entirely rendered in two D sprites, with the exception of background elements. There will yes. be like there's the room with the floating eyeballs, floating eyes, yeah. and like there are. 3D, the, the, you know, graphical polygonal effects are used yeah. to good effect in there. There's yeah, also some just, FMV that's used in the backgrounds as well. Yes, that's true. Um, uh, the save points themselves are these polygonal, polygonal little yeah. orb things that will twirl around. And, and yeah. uh, I believe the eyes are actually FMV. Yeah, um, yeah, I believe those are CG rendered. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's just a lot of good unnerving quality to mm-hmm. the design of the environments that I really like. Yeah. Um, the game is also, uh, you know, it's one of those games that gates your progress uh, based on the abilities that you have from the bosses that you killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's quite a bit of backtracking, but that game, yeah. much like a really good Metroid game, like say your Super Metroid or Metroid Fusion, uh, your traditional style Metroid games, yeah. um, every time you leave an area, provided you are observant, you will find something on the way to go to the place that you really want to go to that you weren't able to access before. Right. So you're constantly finding new things even when all you're doing is traveling. Yes. Um, yes. The, uh, and fuck the attic. <laughs> the, the attic area? I'm not sure I remember fuck that. that. I, for, I, I forget the attic area. That's where all the stupid fucking flying uh, banshee ladies are and shit and the flying heads uh, and everything. Okay, That's yeah, where all that shit shows yeah. up for the first time. Well, they have Fuck to, that. They have to introduce you to the annoying Medusa heads at some point in the game. Because yeah, Medusa heads. That's what it was. It's like the worst stuff. you know. Yeah. Like the, the Medusa head is the nightmare of any Castlevania fan. So. Yeah, not, uh, not cool. Yeah, um, not cool putting them in there. No. Um, yeah, what I, what I liked about that game was that, uh, you know, atmospherically, as you said... Um, well, that inspired, like, a lot of, of games. Like, you'll see, like, indie games now, like, on Steam that are, you know, uh, their whole, the whole way that they, because they, the, they do the 2D, you know, one-plane kind of deal, but their whole background is, like, based on the fact that they played and loved that game. Like, you can just tell. Like, yeah. everything about, even when it's, like, sprite-oriented, it's, like, this ruined castle and, you know, backgrounds of villages and open windows with lightning coming through it. It's just like a whole atmosphere that that is coined into indie games nowadays. Um, what I loved about it was that they set you up with, uh, like, the boss battles. Like, they they, 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 pre, they predetermine those things, like, right at the beginning. Because they set you up with all your shit right at the beginning, and then death flo- floats by and goes, I'm taking your shit. And he leaves with all your shit. So then you know you have to go collect all your stuff. And you know you're going to fight death eventually. That's like right up at the beginning. I'm going to kill death because why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then there's the dudes, like the double guys with like the guy with the long spear and he's got a, a flying friend that like holds him up yeah. by, the, by the shoulders. And that, that, that was real memorable because like, you kill the guy who's got the spear, but then the guy flies away and you're like, next time, buddy. So you know like next time you're going to get him. So it's a lot of build up to your next, uh, next attack. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit of that in Castlevania games, the multi-tiered enemies. Yeah. Uh, where it's, you know, it's actually, you know, like a set of brothers, and you will kill one brother, right. and then eventually you have to find the other brother. The other brother and fight him. It, 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 Dude, it, I just learned something crazy. Oh, yeah? Did you? I just learned something that I did not know. I knew that Symphony of the Night was ported to Saturn in Japan. Sure. I knew that. Okay. To but, the Sega Saturn? Yeah. Okay. I, thought, I wasn't sure if you meant Sega Saturn or the planet Saturn. I wasn't sure. Yeah, we just we sent one to Saturn. <laughs> so like, fucking fired it out of a cannon. Is that the plot of that new stupid Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> um, I actually think that is the plot of the new Adam Sandler movie. Go on. Uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night was designed specifically to take advantage of what was the meager 2D capabilities of the PlayStation 1. Sure. That, game, that system had a lot of trouble. It's why there's so many 2D fighters on the Saturn. Right. Is that it... 
and none on the N64. Is right. that those were strictly given 3D processors and not designed to be, you know, used towards 2D. Sure. This game isn't sprite-based. Interesting. They this... wrap textures around 3D models. Really? That look like sprites. Oh, wow. That's how this game was made. That's how that was made. And that's so... why the Saturn version in Japan had a bunch of slowdown and shit, even though it was a better 2D system. Wow. Because it's not a 2D it's game. It's not a 2D game. It's all 3D That's models. fucking awesome! So it's all 3D models. That's interesting. And they just... Tech... So everything in that game is technically 3D, yep. just with a texture of 2D around Yeah, or it's it. either so... 3D or a flat surface with a texture on it. That kind of makes sense. That, that explains why it looks so fluid. When he, like... When he motions his shoulder by swinging his uh, sword. Because it looks very, very three-dimensional when he moves around. Do you know there was a Game.com uh, game version of this? No. That was canceled? No. Uh, you remember the Game.com? I... That tiger handheld? The that tiger handheld, yeah. That could connect to the fucking internet? Yeah. They had a dope-ass version of Resident Evil 2 on that thing. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading trivia about this game You're right reading now. trivia all about the game. There you go. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the trivia that I have. Um, that's interesting. All right. I don't want to belabor the point too much. Uh, mm. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. It's available on almost every modern platform now, with yes. the exception of like, the latest consoles. But like 360, PS3, mm -hmm. uh, PSP, I believe Vita can play it. Yeah, um, 3DS is the... I don't think it's on the 3DS. Really? Symphony of the Night is on 3DS? I don't believe it's on 3DS. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, like it's, it's an absolutely fantastic game yes. uh, that is... You know, I've said it a few times. It's the height of the formula, right? Um, for this, I've played every GBA uh, Castlevania game start to finish. Yeah, I've played all the DS games. Uh, this is probably one of the most interesting stories. Um, the the integration of Richter's story, right, into Alucard's story. Right. The abilities that you get later on, the ability to fly as a vampire bat, right. uh, vanish into mist vanish, to move yeah. through objects. Mm -hmm. There are abilities in this game that are unlike any other Castlevania game that came before it. Right. Um, the the Alucard's move set yeah. is slick. Yeah. yeah it's but... fast. Yeah. It's clean. He, he floats... Um... He has a very he has a very mesmerizing movement about him. Uh, he floats around, you know. Even when he's running, it looks like he's kind of running through water. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very cool. Very, you know, yeah, it works. It's it, smooth. There's an almost like effortless look to his movement that yeah. you would associate with what a fucking vampire would do if yeah. they were real. Yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, I. I I desperately like this game and this series. Yeah. Um, I actually... The reason why we're talking about this game today... And sorry if I sound a little bit ill-prepared. Um, it's just... Uh, I picked up a copy of Order of Ecclesia... Right. Uh, for the DS this weekend. Right. Just because it had been so goddamn long... Since <laughs> I had played a Castlevania game. Right. Uh, I played about three or four hours of uh, Symphony of the Night last year. But it's a game I've beaten so many times... Yeah. That it... It doesn't really appeal to me to play it anymore. Right. But what you need to know about that yeah. is that I've beaten that game like 50 times. Right, yeah. It shouldn't have it any appeal to me anymore. <laughs> but that formula is still so damn good. Right. Um, yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely one of the best games of all time. It qualifies as an old-ass game. Mm -hmm. It qualifies as one of the best games. It qualifies in so many different categories it's one of the best looking 2d games i've ever seen granted it's not technically 2d as we just found out as we just found out um, yeah. it's one of the best looking 2d games i've ever seen yeah um it holds up in hd resolutions through the 360 yeah. uh sorry you can hear a train in the you background. hear a train in the background i don't know why they are incessantly <laughs> that's fun that was loud <laughs> yeah it definitely right. picked it up yeah but, so uh, uh yeah. yeah like we uh you know we've We've kind of gone on on this about, uh, about it a bit, but yeah. I mean, like, you know, what what do you have to say as wrap-up? I would say that that game has polish like no other. Um, just the little, like, game gameplay-wise and graphics-wise, uh, just the little the little quirks that, uh, that Alucard has, your little backstep, you know? Like, it's such a simple thing, but it's so useful in those early battles to just backstep away from a guy with a big, long polearm. 
you know, you just have that little that little dash. You just dash backwards, and that's it. So you cut it. You can come in. You can gut them real quick. Um, there's a little built-in exploit that was completely intentional to where when you have your first sword, you can only kind of go whack, and then whack, and then whack. There was a pace to it, a lot like the old whip. But if you hit the jump button and you're jumping towards the enemy and you do the attack then, land, you can attack immediately after. So you can get like a double attack right there. And it's just like an, a fun... Nobody told me that. <laughs> like, yeah. it, just, it was just one of those things like, oh, cool, there's a little exploit. It's like and, when you figured out in Unreal Tournament that if you uh, jumped and then jumped when you land and then keep doing that, you eventually start moving faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just start hopping yeah. really, really fast. That's why everybody jumps in that yeah. game. It's like, it's like, you start ripping through that environment. Yeah, everybody just starts jumping in that game. And uh, yeah, that that's just really what I think about it. It's just like there's so much polish. There's so much intention with every bit of movement, you know, from the... From his little angel wing glide to you know all the other powers that he gets later on, it's just... the world deserved more Castlevania, and this is going to sound like a pejorative, uh, but I don't necessarily mean it as one. I think Iga and Konami are why there aren't more of these, right? Because they're all great, right? But. After this game, they're all the same game. They are. They are. Even the even the movements. When yeah. when you're when you're not even a vampire anymore, you still have the same yeah. floaty weird movement that a vampire would have. So it's, like it's Order like, of Ecclesia, Portrait yeah. Room, and uh, uh, yeah. Harmony of Dissonance, uh, Dawn of Sorrow. Yeah. I mean, all those that, games are just the same goddamn game. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Sonata? Is there a Sonata yet? There's not a Sonata. I need a Sonata. There was a game for the 360, though, called Eternal Sonata. Okay. That was a game where you were Frederick Chopin. Oh, really? You were Frederick Chopin in that game? Yeah, he... That's uh, interesting. It's, it exists while he was in his tuberculosis coma. Really? As he was dying. That is weird. It's a really weird game. I need to play that game. I own that game. We should play it sometime. We should definitely that play it. That game's really fucking weird. <laughs> that game sounds amazing. Like... Yeah. Like, it's... And it's... Was... Even to this day... Huh. One of the best looking games I've ever seen. Really? Uh, I I think cell shaded wise, it looks better than uh, Nino Kuni. Wow. All right. Uh, I don't care. I'm gonna remind you of this. Uh, next week we're playing that game. Uh, yeah, like this we'll, weekend, we'll, come over. We'll get some footage. We'll, we'll play that game, and the podcast gonna be on Sonata. What is it? Eternal uh, Sonata. Eternal Sonata. Yeah. Uh, by by Chopin, <laughs> apparently. You know, um, public domain, we can use that name. So. There were a lot of really good cel-shaded uh, games in the early 360s lifespan that's, uh, yeah. that... I'm a sucker for a really good cel-shaded game. Oh, sure, sure. Like, Tales of Vesperia, I thought looked right. incredible. Yeah. But Eternal Sonata, yeah, out of this world. Wow, yeah. We were talking about uh, Ghost Trick earlier. That looks amazing to me. Ghost uh, Trick? I want to play some Ghost Trick, honestly. Uh, that you ain't nothing but a ghost trick. Ain't nothing but a ghost trick, son. <laughs> ain't nothing but a ghost trick. You don't want no part of that girl, man. She ain't nothing but a ghost trick. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Get to stepping, bitch. Get to stepping. <laughs> this, this got really ghetto and mean. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, sorry for the audio quality this week. Um, yeah, we, we, we've got the window open because it's hot, and uh, and we're, we're using I, our old setup right now. We we had a little bit of a, uh, a kerfuffle, but a uh, little bit of a kerfuffle. So we're using our old one. Probably doesn't sound as crisp as the crisp as the last one. We'll get back to that again. So yeah, no worries. Uh, but we did, uh, we we're trying to have this whole never miss a week thing. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. uh, we definitely needed to do it. That's kind of why we were a little bit unprepared. <laughs> I was gone all weekend. Yeah, we- weekend uh, was brutal for me too. It, it's, so. It's been a mess lately, yeah. but uh, you know Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, play it. Let us know what you think about it, man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think that's it's definitely. Uh, I think within the next fifteen months or so, in the lead up to Iga's next game, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's a game that will come up time and time again. I think so too. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people who are interested in what Iga is doing next will go back and either revisit that game or play it for the first time mm-hmm. and rightfully you should i mean on xbox live arcade i think it's like ten dollars yeah it's, it's a cheap and game the ps1 version for yeah. the ps3 i think it's six bucks right and yeah. that works on psp and vita yeah yeah there you go boom it, it's basically free it's basically free you know it's funny it's actually it's actually more expensive to find a disc copy for the ps1 than to just get it on one of the virtuals 
So, because it's a collectible. What are you going to do? Um, I still have a black label version of that game. Yeah, it's not super expensive, but it's like it's like $35 or something for a disc. It's, uh, you know, that's kind of ridiculous, considering it's on every virtual console you can think of. Well, that's the uh, thing is that, you know, certain people, uh, I, I don't consider myself to be one of them, but like certain people do value an object yeah. almost over oh, yeah. the software itself. Well, I, I do that with albums typically. Like I don't I don't really like get albums via iTunes. I like to have a physical copy of an album. It's just me. And then I'll put it on my freaking like phone. But still I just like there's just something about having the physical album like I've watched something. Look at that. Dude yeah. <laughs> you want to get depressed? Okay. I didn't win that copy of Incredible Crisis. Oh, I'm, I'm still actively bidding on one, okay. but I didn't win that one. You didn't win that one. Okay. I, all right, so I was out at the, the local book and music exchange, right. and they had a copy of Incredible Crisis, 20 bucks. Okay. Yeah. And I looked at that and went like, that's cool. I love that game. I'm not paying 20 bucks. Okay. So for whatever reason, as dumb as it sounds, I got $10 <laughs> in my head. <laughs> if I can get with for, shipping. If I can get it $10, then So I went up to 6 bucks. The guy won it for 6.25. I feel like $7 is probably mm-hmm. going to won that. But I had this mental block of I'm not paying more than $10 <laughs> and the shipping was 3.99. Yeah. So I you probably could have got a little bit more, but yeah. I'll get one. You'll get one. Incredible of those. Crisis is yeah. It's like, ridiculous. It's Parappa the Rappa, except yeah. you're a Japanese salary man. Yeah, and it's madness. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, that game is madness. I remember that was a game that like, I kept the entire time I had my PS1. Uh, it's kind of one of the saddest things that I ended up dumping a lot of my collection in like the PS2 era. Sure. When I was going to college. Yeah, yeah. I just... My parents wouldn't let me leave a bunch of shit at their house. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I got rid of a lot of stuff that wasn't, like, crucial. Right. Um, And I just had so many weird Japanese games. Yeah. That I would read about because that was back in the days of importing. Right. So I had actual Japanese games. I had, uh, you know, I had fucking, like, the stuff that they would bring out over here. Yeah. Did you have Tulip? Did you have that one? No, no, but I had, like, Mad Mosquito. Okay, yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, I had Mad Mosquito. uh, Nobody Stopped Mr. Domino. yeah. Uh, Mr. Domino was the shit. I don't, I don't think I ever... Oh, wait, no, Mr. Domino. I do know. Yeah, I can't stop Mr. Domino. Where, where he's, like, jumping on the domino. Yeah. Going by. Yeah, I know that game. I had, yeah, like, I that weird-ass game, like, Intelligent Cube. Oh, man. That game was awesome. And now you got all those Famicom games that we still need to play. Once we get uh, our SD... I've been re- slowly playing those. Oh, have you? Once we get the SD recorder, man, we gotta just go through uh, those. You know what game's awesome? Yeah. Psycho Dream. Psycho Dream? That sounds amazing. Yeah. We should definitely play that. Psycho Dream. I'm gonna get an SD recorder and we're You know what's gonna... impossible? What's that? Great strategy expert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? The strategy game that's in all Japanese? <laughs> yeah. The fucking Japanese tank strategy game? <laughs> Shocker here. I don't know how to play it. That's, a, that's astonishing. No. We're gonna get all footage that i swear to god we're gonna i played like an that. hour and a half of chrono trigger in japanese oh. i was like i still remember what's going on i need to finish chrono trigger yeah you do you need to finish chrono trigger gonna be some more stuff written on the site there's gonna be some more wrestling content coming up very soon uh so that's gonna be fun uh a lot more wrestling content i'm gonna be writing some stuff as well i'm gonna give you an arm bar uh i'm gonna give an arm bar I'm gonna have my i'm gonna i'm gonna list out my uh, a thousand and four moves uh, for the website. Moss covered, three handled, <laughs> family credenza. Family credenza. <laughs> That's not a move, Jericho. It is. Is it? That was Perry Saturn's move. Is that what they called it? They called it the moss covered, three handled, family credenza. <laughs> I thought it called that the rings of Saturn. No, his other move. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like that submission hold he had? Right, yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so Perry Saturn, Jer- misunderstood guy this time. J- Jericho must have just thought that was hilarious. I'm sure he did. Throw that in. Did you know what Jericho is? He's kind of a dick. He's kind of an asshole. So there you go. Um, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot more uh, content coming up for anybody who cares about the wrestling content. That's happening. No, but I can still get the network. But like, yeah. <laughs> TNA's really fucking good right now. Well, you can just you can do it on that site that I gave dude. You. Slammiversary yeah. was awesome. Was it? That's intriguing. Okay. Did you see that fucking tweet I sent you from EC3 last night? You did. Um, that was one of the best tweets I've ever seen. <laughs> so, Finally. yeah. Finally, motherfucker. <laughs> I to see like his success really. Yeah. Really makes me feel good. Yeah. He's one of the funniest guys in wrestling. <laughs> He's one of the best fucking entertainers around. Yeah, is he one of the greatest wrestlers? No. Yeah. 
but he's one of the best. All right. There you go. Uh, EC3. EC3. Misunderstood that guy. Oh, man. And fucking ROH last week was a New Japan Pro Wrestling that, crossover night. Yes, that was cool. I watched oh, that. Oh, man. That fucking... That, uh, right. that Okada it, fucking... Anybody here for the video game stuff, just turn it off now. We're going to talk about wrestling. Yeah, really. we're going to talk about wrestling for five minutes. <laughs> Do that fucking Okada match. Yeah, Okada match is nuts. Oh, my God. And that's... Uh, yeah. Fuck... Uh, uh, Roderick Strong and uh, yeah. Nagamura. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. I Str- love him. Strong can kill it in the ring. I just, I'm so bored by him, though. What? I, I just can't. Like, there's nothing there. It's just... I don't know. He's just Roderick Strong. Man. I consider him Mr. Wrestling, man. Guy. He's Mr. Wrestling. I guess, but it's just kind of like... I got some revving up going on out there. Yeah. That's all good. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, in, in the absence... Of Kevin Owens, I think a lot of people look at the Briscoes, albeit because they've been there so long and they're so great, mm-hmm. as like the people that are carrying the mantle, right? For them, yeah. Uh, like the, I don't necessarily agree with that. Michael Elgin, no. <laughs> I've got no problem with Michael Elgin, but yeah. he's not the face of your company. No, I don't think so either. Um, he, he put on a fantastic match last week. Yeah, he put on a fantastic match uh, on the, the the event we went to. Yeah, best in the world. Ago. Best in the world. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think yeah. the kingdom and Roderick Strong are the best things that they got. Like, go. I know he's kind of boring and he's just yeah. like wrestler man. Yeah. But that's my one problem with him. I think he's amazing in the ring. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah. So there you man, go. Fucking AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ Styles is nuts. Still really good. Still really good, dude. Like, oh Kind of wish he wouldn't cripple people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just stop using that dumb move, man. That's, yeah, that's it. He wouldn't kill people. He didn't use that dumb move. He is the worst. Man, they need him in WWE. I I don't know why. They, well, they might. He I, said it was his choice I to know. not go. That's what I've heard. He I've said heard. they asked him to go to NXT, and he said, <laughs> "I'm going to Japan. Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, like they they they've tried to get him prior. They tried to get him after. They've wanted AJ Styles for a while, and AJ's just like, "Nah, I can be my own guy." So. There you go. I think I, I you know, uh, best in the world last weekend. Yeah. Joe wrestled on that. Yeah, that's right. And I believe that's his last booked ROH date. Yeah. AJ was on that show. Right. Yeah. You gotta believe that they said, okay, go do your Ring of Honor date. <laughs> Talk to AJ. <laughs> hey, can you give AJ a call for us? Can <laughs> call you your mother. Call your mother for us. Make sure he gets the message. But but yeah, I uh. Really kind of sad that I don't have cable because eh. there's so much goddamn good wrestling right now. Oh well. And most of it's TNA. Yeah. They're really good right now. <laughs> I I think they're gonna bring Bully back. You think they're gonna bring back Bully? EC3 has mentioned Bully like no less than five times in well, the last few weeks. Yeah, that that might mean something. Where he, well, he keeps talking about like you know I I crushed Sting. I did this. You know I. You know, I've beaten Angle before. All this other stuff. Right, right, right. And and then he's like, you know, I, I beat that fat piece of trash Bully Ray. And I'm like, huh. Velvet's back. <laughs> hey, Velvet's and back. And now he's back. talking trash about Bully. Hmm. I think Bully might go back. I think Bully might be coming back here. Who knows? Uh, it's a real shame if they don't get him in WWE, but granted, he had his moment in WWE. Yep. Just never true. had his time to shine as a singles. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's all I got to say about wrestling. That's all Sorry, I got to say about wrestling. We drug this on for too long. That's fine. This will go on afterwards. So <laughs> this will be on the end. So is yeah. it gonna be like after the music? Yeah, well, after the, the little thing I do. There's a noise. If you've noticed it, I don't know if you have or not. <laughs> I mean, like right when I know the podcast is wrapping up, thing I turn it off. You just turn it off. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing at the beginning. Oh. Okay. The, the little that thing. That's my impression of it. In fact, I'm not going to use the sound anymore. I'm just going to use my sound. <laughs> there you go. There's your ender. See you next time, guys. This podcast is stupid. It's real dumb. <laughs>